0: This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today we're visiting with Vic Barnes, who's president of Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation, and we're visiting with Lucille DiDomenico, board member of the Community Foundation, and also on the steering committee of the Heart of Colorado group of the Rural Philanthropy Days. Under full disclosure, I, too, am a board member of the Community Foundation, and today we're going to update folks on the Community Foundation and also discuss some upcoming news about Rural Philanthropy Days. Lucille and Vic, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. I'm
1: glad to be here. Thanks for asking.
0: Vic, you've been here multiple times before. What's new at the Community Foundation? We're coming up on the Spirit Campaign in just a few months, actually.
2: Spirit Campaign is coming up real shortly, but what we'd like to talk about today is is a neat partnership that the Community Foundation has with Kirkpatrick Bank. And we started in May. Kirkpatrick Bank wanted to look for a way to show appreciation for the really superb emergency services we have in the county. And so they contacted us to form a partnership. And what they've done is they've put a $5,000 matching fund in the Community Foundation. And so that donations come in will be matched dollar for dollar and uh they've identified seven organizations that they would like to to uh, get donations and they're the sheriff's department custer county sheriff's department custer county posse the search and, custer county search and rescue the wetmore fire department the wet mountain valley fire department the office of emergency management and the sheriff's posse those are the seven organizations it's a really exciting project and we really thank kirkpatrick uh, bank for taking this extra step to try to show appreciation for these emergency services organizations and what's the
0: process and the time work for this process well
2: the time process is basically open-ended they've got this we set this fund up in the community foundation in our portfolio and so people at their, at their uh, pleasure can make donations. And that's what we'd like to do today is to reinforce this idea that this is a chance outside of the Spirit Campaign to donate to uh, some really important causes.
0: And to get a match.
2: And to get a match. And so if you, put in, if you donate $100, then the organization you uh, specify will get $200. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's really a good program. And uh, we've started out, we've, so far we've had three donors, and they've donated $750 for a total of $1,500 to four different organizations. And so uh, we just want to make sure that people are aware of this, and they can do this at any time.
0: And there's no deadline? It's there until the money runs
2: out? It's there until the money runs out, that's correct.
0: Okay. Okay. Kirkpatrick Bank has done a really nice job at recognizing the nonprofits in the Valley. I know we're working on one with the Community Foundation, the radio station, and Kirkpatrick Bank to get some spots on the radio in advance of the Spirit Campaign to let folks know a little more about some of those organizations.
2: We're excited about it, and we hope we can get some more people excited to make donations. And and the way they do that is they can just send a check to the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation post office box Seven one eight uh, Westcliff, and then eight one two five two. Okay, what else do folks need to know about the matching program? They just need to know that it's it's a, a real rare opportunity, aside from the Spirit Campaign, to do a little bit extra for these uh, organizations that are are so beneficial. And and, uh, and I, one thing I forgot to mention is that we had one lady. That knew about the program, and she said, "Well, I'm just going to give $500 to the match." And so the match actually went up to $5,500. And she was, she was aware of a fire that happened up towards the Alpine area, and uh, she was impressed with the work that the firefighters did, and and this is her way of saying thank you. So we were we thought that was a very generous offer.
0: So that's a good summary of the Kirkpatrick Bank Matching Fund for Emergency Services. Lucille, let's talk a little bit about rural philanthropy days. For those unfamiliar... What's it all about? It's been around for a long time.
1: It's been around for 30 years. And in the most basic sense, it is a three-day conference planned and executed by a local volunteer steering committee largely made up of community members and nonprofit leaders. It takes place twice a year, rotating between eight rural regions across Colorado, ultimately returning to the same region every four years. It brings statewide grantmakers who are primarily based in Denver to rural areas of the state. Objectives are to increase the number of grants, to improve collaborations among nonprofit organizations and between nonprofit sector, public agencies, and the business community, to increase the capacity of local agencies and organizations to provide services for rural communities, to build relationships and facilitate network between nonprofit professionals, and to offer grantmakers an opportunity to explore funding opportunities. So it's a chance for uh,
0: those with the dollars to get out into the rural areas and explore what the possibilities are, and also to give the local folks uh, uh, an idea of whether what they have to offer is, ha- has, a, has a chance, I suppose.
1: Absolutely. Um, what's happened in 30 years is that the conversation has been reversed, in a sense. Instead of the nonprofits going to Denver, to those foundations who give statewide, we're bringing the foundations to our rural communities. You said
0: there were eight different uh, groups, yeah, and yours yeah. is called Heart of Colorado. Yes.
1: So uh, how does
0: that look geographically? Who else is in this group?
1: Well, Chaffee County, Freeman County, Custer County, Summit County. There are four other counties, about okay. eight counties in our region.
0: And this year, there's an added local interest that you hope to hold a session right here in the Valley.
1: Well, you know, the sessions will be taking place in Canyon City for the first two days and then move to Custer County on the third day here in Westcliffe and Silvercliffe.
0: Now, that's never happened before, I'm guessing.
1: Never, no. We're pretty excited about it. What do you think that's going to look like? We are going to showcase on the third day what we do, how we do it, who the players are, what our needs are. And we've got a tour set up for uh, most of the day.
0: And is there anything local nonprofits or local community members can do to get involved? Do you need any help?
1: First of all, we'd love the nonprofit community to sign up for the event itself, the three-day event. There's a great benefit to attending the entire event. We've got all, all kinds of volunteers already ready to welcome and give tours and talk about what we do and act as guides. So uh, we will probably have some signs around town and uh, in in our vendors' windows and, and uh, uh, make as big a deal as we can of the fact that we've got visitors from all over the state coming here.
0: Okay. And do you anticipate uh, specific nonprofits giving tours or talks?
1: Or oh, yes. Is, is it that yes. sort of thing? It, yes, we will schedule those. They'll take place for most of the part of the day, beginning in the morning, and uh, that will entail people coming from Canyon to move up here And um, there are some people who have never been to Westcliff and Silvercliff, and they're pretty excited about doing that.
0: Perhaps many of the nonprofits in town are part of Rural Philanthropy Days. We've we've been a part of it for uh, some some years now. Yes. If someone wanted to get involved, how would they get more information?
1: Well, I posted something on the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation uh, Facebook page that, that talks about how you can register. And I'll, po- I'll keep posting it, uh, you know, as we lead up to the dates, which are the 21st to the 23rd of September. Uh, you may call the Community Resource Center in Denver, who's the staff arm that puts this together. You may call me, and I'd be happy to pr- provide more information. The uh, Custer County Tourism folks have been amazingly helpful in arranging the day. And so they are going to be putting out some publicity for us to the people that register for the conference.
0: So it's quite possible that some of the funders on the front range have never been to the valley. This would be their first time. That's absolutely correct. So we we'll want to put on a good show. I'm yes, sure. we do. We do, what else and do we folks will need to know about the rural philanthropy days this year.
1: Well. One of the things we we will warn you about is that depending on what the CDC says about safe practices, um, because of the uh, bit of an upsurge in the pandemic, that we will be closely monitoring what their guidelines are and keeping registrants posted um, on any shifts in the programming due to COVID. This might mean wearing masks for all indoor sessions. We don't know that yet, but we'll be sending something out.
0: Okay, that makes uh, perfect sense. Lucille, thanks for that. Absolutely.
1: You know, could I add one thing about Euro Philanthropy Days? Sure. And this is the, the an inspirational uh, note. Uh, Sue Andrews Rogers, who's president of the Andrews Family Foundation, is really the spirit and the inspiration that 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 brought rural philanthropy days to Colorado and who keeps it going for 30 years. She's been pushing for more and more involvement among the uh, philanthropy groups to support rural areas. She comes from a rural area in Kansas, and as a result of that, rural philanthropy days St- started with three million dollars going to grants g- going in grants from the large foundations on the front range to rural, for, for, to rural areas here. And within the 30 years, there's now half a billion dollars that has been granted as a result of the efforts of one woman who was inspired to do this. So I feel it's important to mention that.
0: Those are big numbers. Yes. Uh, thanks for that. Vic, remind us one more time about the matching fund from Kirkpatrick Bank.
2: Okay, the matching fund is a, is a unique opportunity for people in the community to say thanks for our emergency services organizations that we have here. And, and they, their matching fund uh, is such that if they give a donation, for example, for $100, they'll be matched with $100 from the matching fund, so it'll be a, a $200 donation. And uh, just to reinforce, they can send uh, checks to the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation at Post Office Box 718. Or if they want to, if they have questions, they can give me a call. Uh, Again, it's Vic Barnes, and I'm at 7830335. Vic and Lucille, thanks for
0: visiting with us this afternoon. Thanks for asking us. Thank you. you so much. We've been visiting with Vic Barnes, president of Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation, and Lucille DiDomenico, a board member of the Community Foundation, and also part of the steering committee of the Heart of Colorado group from Rural Philanthropy Days. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground.